Hey, welcome to the very first episode of Uncode with B. My name's Bianca and let's get started. So I wanted to start this podcast for a couple reasons. One being that I often get messages from friends being like, hey, my friend wants to get into programming. How did you do it? So this episode, I'll be going into how I got into the tech world and things I've learned along the way. The second reason I wanted to begin a podcast was because I wanted to uncover some myths or misconceptions that people may have about programming or programmers. So there's this slight stereotype that's associated with people who code and you often get put into this box of the type of person you might be. I guess I've just described the definition of a stereotype. So yes, there is a stereotype that comes along with being a programmer. And through this podcast, I hope to challenge people on that stereotype and hopefully get them thinking differently about people in tech and maybe make them realize what they're missing out on by not being in tech. First myth buster for you, I'm a programmer and I do not play video games. I wouldn't have a clue what video games are out there because I, I tend to zone out when people around me talk about them. So I'm a career changer and I would say like 99% of the time, messages I get from friends asking me about how I got into programming, they will too be hoping for a career change. I was not new to the concept of career changing. I went to university and studied civil engineering for two and a half years before I realized it was definitely not for me. Uh, My friends and I now look back and laugh at the thought of me being a civil engineer. Then I spent another year or so getting an economics marketing degree, pretty much just for the sake of getting a piece of paper for my time served at university and to make my mother happy. I kind of always thought about tech, but because I didn't know anyone in the industry, it's really overwhelming trying to figure out where to start because there's so many different languages and concepts And I knew it changed so quickly and rapidly that I wanted to make sure I was learning something that was relevant. I began trying to teach myself online, which is a totally viable option and makes becoming a programmer so accessible for anyone because of all the free resources and content that are out there and available for people. But it's definitely not an easy thing to do. There's no hard rule in which language you should start with. I would suggest if you're taking this path of self-learning, perhaps looking into job descriptions from companies that you want to work for and and see what their stack is. So a stack is essentially just a, a list of languages or technologies that are being used. From this list, you could sort of get an idea of commonly, commonly used languages and technologies and, and go from there. I realized pretty quick that self-learning online wasn't really for me. So I began looking into other ways I could learn without having to go back to university, which is when I discovered all these boot camps that were popping up. A lot seemed to break the bank and some were only like 12 weeks or nine weeks, which I wasn't too sure this would be long enough for me to gain enough of a skill to be to be employed essentially. And I ended up stumbling across one, which was six months. It was full time and I could put it on hex. For those who aren't Australian, HEX is just a loan from the government. So this boot camp also promised an internship at the end. So I was like, awesome, industry connections are a huge bonus. I applied to the course and got in. It was probably the funnest and hardest six months I've ever had to go through. There were people in my class who were tattoo artists. There was a nurse, a historian, people from China, New Zealand, America, just a whole bunch of people who probably would have never crossed paths, but they came together to learn code. So it was Monday to Friday, nine till five, learning the whole time. So it's quite intense. Again, this path isn't for everyone. You have to know what you're getting yourself into and just know if you want it really. Some classmates 
breezed through the course and and others struggled a bit of advice if you're going to go take on a boot camp a lot of people go in and think they'll come out as Steve Jobs and what you learn is probably smaller than a drop in the ocean but hey it is enough to get you a job in the industry so just go in and make sure you learn one thing a day even if it's the smallest piece of the puzzle the rest will just come later so yeah, check out what boot camps are going on in your area. They're popping up all over the world. And even as some universities I've seen are starting to create short courses like this boot camp. So look into universities near you as well. The next question I get asked about from people thinking about getting into tech is, do I like it and what's it like? Short answer, yes, I love it. A huge part of what drew me to the industry in the first place was the lifestyle. So a goal of mine has always been able to get into a job where it wasn't just for the paycheck, something that would I'd be excited to get out of bed and, and not spend my life counting down for the weekends. Don't get me wrong, I still have those weeks, but I didn't want to spend most of my life wishing my life away. You spend so much of your life at work and I didn't want to spend most of my life hating it. The type of job you have as a programmer allows you to work a very flexible lifestyle in terms of because all your work is is done through a computer, you can get a job which will allow you to work 100% remotely if you wish or or part-time remote and part-time in the office. Um, The policies will vary between companies, but the options are out there for you if you have these skills. Programming is also a worldwide skill, which means the the prospects of being able to move and work overseas is a very viable option. This was a huge factor for me. Traveling is such a big part of my life. So one misconception everyone seems to have about programming is that we sit in a dark corner with black hoodie pulled over our head, staring at a black screen with fluoro green words and symbols flying across the screen. Uh, thanks, stock images, for that one. This could not be further from the truth. Uh, okay, some people do wear hoodies, but that's about it. The amount of time in my day I get to spend on my own coding is extremely minimal. I wish I had more time for this. This will definitely vary company to company and even team to team. Each team will work very differently. But in general, programming is all about problem solving. And sometimes you don't have the best answers and someone else may have a better way of solving it. So in general, a lot of time is spent discussing with with others what the problem is and ways in which it can be solved. Another misconception is that people think you need to be good at maths to be able to code. And the way I see it is that I think this is more of a a confusion about how long it will take over can it be done. Coding will definitely become easier to, to some than others, but you definitely don't need to be good at maths to be able to do it. The funny thing about programming and the idea of seniority in this industry is that someone could be a junior and teach someone senior something. It's kind of cool because... Because there's so many different languages and technologies out there and they're forever changing, it means that a junior could have worked with a technology that a senior has not. So that junior may end up teaching the senior something, um, which I think is pretty awesome. And once you start to learn, you'll start getting asked, what do you want to get into? Large tech companies or a startup? And in the next episode, I'll be jumping into this topic with a friend of mine who started his journey at a startup and I started mine at a large software company. And we'll be comparing notes on our experiences to share with you. I almost forgot to mention that one of the coolest parts about the tech industry is that it can actually bring you into any industry in the world. Every company uses some form of software, right? You you literally could get into any industry you desire and change it up whenever you feel like it. 
Thanks for listening to the first episode of Uncode with B. I think this is when I meant to say hit that subscribe button, but uh, do it or don't. Just make sure you come back and listen to episode two. I'd love to know your thoughts on today's episode. Jump on my Instagram, uncodewithb underscore. Let me know what you liked, what you want to hear more about, and I'll catch you next time.